You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association. What it is, what it do, welcome to your wrestling podcast. It's Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot with the Ultimate babyface, Mr. Joel Johnson. How's it going? And the futurist, the one, the only, Martin. Going good. Doing good. Just responding to, just responding to Joel. <laughs> he asked me and how's it's... it going. I, I figure, you know, I, it's going good. <laughs> Watched, uh, watched Dynamite and and it was pretty good. Should should we talk about the the wrestling Jeopardy and the results that it was? Oh, how I threw it just because so you guys to make you guys feel better. Back to back. I still can't believe I didn't get the Italian uh, the Young Stallions right. I still kick myself for that one. I, anyways, much much was learned. Uh, definitely. I'd like to do that again. I, from from my perspective of making those questions, I had a lot of fun just researching a bunch of different obscure things and being like, I wonder how hard I can make this without like being impossible for you guys to answer. Well, what what really hit me about doing the wrestling Jeopardy and your questions was how little of today's wrestling sticks with me. Mm-hmm. You know, because oh, yeah. you would bring up promos, but you brought up promos from like the last few years instead of like when I think of most of the iconic promos, they were in the early 2000s or the 80s, you know, or whatever. And, and you know, you bring up a promo from like MJF and I'm like, he's got a lot of good promos, but none, like they all roll together for me. Yeah. And that's, and the same thing, even when I think about matches and different things, like, that's part of today's era is, is it happens so everything's so fast and there's so much content and the quality is generally so good that things don't necessarily stick out the way they once did. It, you that's know? true. It, it, and the promos were one of the harder ones for me to come up with because there was stuff where I could go with like a Roddy Piper promo or an Austin promo, but it would be such a dead giveaway with what section I would take from there is like, is the trying punk one was a giveaway though. Pardon? That one punk one was a giveaway. Yeah, the punk one was punk one. I was like, I because this this is a promo that you and I have talked about so much, and I love that promo so much as much as you do. And I was like, oh, this one is like an easy hundred dollar one because the arms are too short to box with God. I don't think I've ever heard that in a wrestling promo, so it's it's unique enough. But it's it, you would have to remember it from. What, well, I actually have a trivia question for you guys that I thought of the other day. Oh, yeah? Which current professional wrestler has appeared on ECW television, WCW television, Impact television, WWE television, AW television, and New Japan television? Is it Christopher Daniels? I don't think he's done WWE. Chris he done WWE no. I was thinking Christian Cage, and then you said New Japan. And yep. I think he's done New Japan strong, but I'm not 100% sure that he has. 
but he would be my guess. It's not him. Not him, huh? Hmm. Hmm. That's tough. Well, you know who it could be now? Sabu. Could be. The, the, to narrow it down a little bit for you guys, that performer appeared on tonight's Dynamite. Sabu. Uh, no. <laughs> Sabu wasn't in WCW, was he? He was in WCW. I don't know okay. that he was in New Japan. I'm not sure. I mean, he wrestled in Japan, but I don't know if it was New Japan or All Japan or what, you know, FMW. I'm sure he was somewhere there. I know he wrestled in Japan because the uh, WCW versus the World video game from the 90s right. had Sabu uh, from Japan. Um, so that's why I know he was there somewhere. Uh, he's on tonight's show. Chris Jericho? No, he's yes. never been in Impact. Yes, he has. When Fozzie was, was showing and he Fozzie was showing on Oh, AW. I don't count the Fozzie music. <laughs> Come on. He did the they took enemy and put up. I remember them they using did, they enemy showed his video, video and he did a message afterwards. Yes, teasing. He did I a said, message for I said been on AW television. I never said Russell. Uh, oh, he, yeah, he did he did the teaser where he teased that he was going there, but yeah. it was all just a swerve. He was just messing with people. Yeah, yeah Joe, he used Enemy, the video for that. It was. Know. Christopher Daniels did wrestle on WWF Jacked. Did he wrestle on Jacked? Yeah, Jerry Lynn, of all people. Mm, so I guess yeah. Daniels, is, did Daniels, was it Daniels in WCW, though? Yeah, he wrestled yeah, he uh, Kiwi. Yeah. I, I, I guess Daniels like a... did both too then. Yeah. And Sabu. Actually, Chavito would have done all of them then too, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, yeah. He never wrestled, obviously. Did he do Japan? Did Chavito do Japan? Chavo, I don't think he did New Japan. Sabu did do New Japan. Did Chavo Sabu did do, so he was on all of them. He was on all of them. Travel, New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling Travel. Looking That's... it up, everybody wants to know. And when you type it in, it says instead of travel, it says New Japan Chaos. So I'm guessing no. Okay. Uh, I'm God. I don't think this is the Chavo Guerrero. Oh, wait. Uh, he has been. Because yeah. uh, there's a match where. Is that the right Chavo Guerrero? Is that senior or junior? Uh, that's the thing. Who knows? It could be, but uh, Guerrero made his professional wrestling debut in 1994, wrestling in Mexico and Japan, including New Japan Pro Wrestling. So there you go. He was in all of them. Chavo Guerrero Jr. This fun bit of trivia. There's three. It's a very well. There's four, isn't there? Who's the fourth? Jericho, Daniels, Chavito, and Sabu. Oh wow! Yeah. Did yeah. Taz was Taz ever in WCW? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Big Show never was on Impact, and he yeah, and he wasn't an. The, Bully tonight, Ray 
Tonight, Ray. Impact bought uh, bought a spot for its show, for its shows coming up in uh, in Canada and Ontario. Mm. Uh, that aired on during in Dyna, during Dynamite in Canada. Oh, that, that was pretty damn interesting. It is. And they showed Christian Cage. I swear to God, I was like, "Is that Christian?" I swear it was Christian Cage. Well, he was an Impact champion not too long ago. Again, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's get on. Let's do the news uh, really, really quickly here because we got three pay per views to preview. It is a oh boy, crazy week. Uh, let's start off with the. Uh, it's all bummer news to start off with. Let's start off with the bummer news, and then we will get to uh the pay-per-views and everything like that uh we'll start off with the the bummer news uh injuries um a lot of injuries going on mark davis from aussie open he is hurt but they are now signed to aw so that's excellent for both of them and tony khan i hadn't heard that and tony khan is paying for mark davis's uh surgery out of pocket apparently out of pocket so very cool on that side of things uh mercedes monet in the match with willow nightingale which she apparently was supposed to win uh she wasn't she was she was booked to win they had to change she they had to change the match to fly um but uh so she has somebody else is gonna win i'm glad it was willow i am too willow's awesome i mean for those that don't know like she morton she was wrestling not even two years ago up here just like just after the pandemic up here in alberta where shows were starting to open up a little bit she was doing wrestling shows at the rec center at edmonton two years ago So, you know, pretty cool journey um, by her. So pretty impressive on that side of things. Uh, Mercedes, we don't know if it's a broken ankle or broken foot yet. We do know she had surgery and Tamina was there with her. And so we're the the bummer is uh, cast members from The Mandalorian were in attendance that night, including Katie Sackhoff, um, because they all thought that she was going to win. Oh. I will say the the one thing I wanted to like I I think the injury really sucks, but I think it just highlights the pure professionalism from Mercedes because yeah. not only My was respect she, went through the roof, yeah, because like you were supposed to win, the audible got called, and you let yourself get pinned because you knew it was the right thing to do for New Japan, for Willow, for everyone involved. There's no reason for her to get the pinfall and get a win over Willow. And it just, it would have looked really bad. Absolutely the right call made. And just the fact that she went through with it and got that done. It was like that, like the respect for Mercedes goes through the roof and it, it kind of helps. I think it helps nip in the butt the, the rumors that the Fed was trying to push out that she's difficult to work with and she's such a problem. She's a spoiled brat. I think hopefully this puts it to rest because you see that, especially when you have a freaking broken ankle or broken foot, like the pain has to be terrible. Like you, you and you still have the wherewithal to be like, I'm going to go and do this the right way and get this done. And she didn't. No, it was... Really cool for the pounce by Willow, by the way, was awesome. Uh, I think I'm the only one here that saw the New Japan Strong show, or did you see a little bit of it, Morton? I know Joel didn't. No, I didn't see it, no. I, I mean, and when I say I saw it, I only saw the last two matches. I only saw, because I watched Succession, and then I just decided to watch it live. So I just saw Will and Tanahashi, which was fun, and then I saw this match, which was good, and it just, it looked like Mercedes on that spot was going for, it looked like a Canadian Destroyer for a second when she slipped off the top rope there. 
Um, but again, just, you know, everyone knows here I'm the ultimate Mercedes fan. Um, but uh, really cool that she did that. And she seems in high it's spirits. It's a dangerous so. way to make a living, dude. You know, it is. People, it is. You know, I mean, these these. These things don't happen more often, so people forget it. You know, especially with what her future is to hold, and she loves the business so much that I don't see her stopping. But you know, she's going to start being a valuable commodity soon. So stuff like this is going to make her reevaluate where she's going to go in her life. Yeah. Well, the rumors are out there where she's going. Yeah, there's a rumor now for July nineteenth uh, for TD Bank in Boston for AW, and I mean. It's interesting. I didn't bring up this to you, Joel, as we were texting during AEW, but you look at the promo that Darby did tonight of talking about all the stuff that he gets to do. And I look at the same for Mercedes of all the stuff she has with her cannabis line and, you know, wanting to wrestle in different places now and, you know, being in the Mandalorian and whatever is coming to full. We know John Favreau's a big fan of her and Disney's a big fan of her. Who knows if Marvel or anything else is waiting for her? um aw is really the perfect brand for her because when she was in that new japan arena and it looked quote-unquote indie-rific she looked it with the willow and mercedes moment was very identical to her in bel-air and that's a sold out raymond james stadium with all these fans there and it was a one of the best moments in WWE history she looked just as happy in that little arena with some empty seats there having that moment with Willow for the new Japan strong championship. It looked just identical there. And it made it look like this is someone that doesn't care about having millions of fans there. Yeah, it's cool. This is someone that generally just cares about the business and cares about wrestling, no matter what the situation is. Well, she's not the first person to leave WWE and rediscover her love for the business for professional wrestling. Uh, Moxley, you know, another one, right? I think. Yeah, you know, like there's a few people that, that more than a few people that left, rediscovered, it, and I think Naomi's going to be the same way. Seems like you she know? is. Yeah, so. it, it it's interesting because it's just I still I think one of the biggest factors for potentially Mercedes not going back is who's returned behind the scenes, and not necessarily the day to day, but who is there now having his. Well, look at Raw this week, Joel. The whole show got changed again on Raw, and we—it's not confirmed if it was Vince or not. But like I, when I hear a show has changed, I think now they don't want it. They're not going to say Vince did it. You know, it's going to piss people off. But it's like Hunter's not changing the show because we've seen that's not the type of booker that he is. No, it's no. He it, he plans long term. Yeah, and like I, I really think the Vince McMahon could be a deciding factor for where she goes because we've seen it where Vince will be really generous with the people that he believes in for the movie roles going off and doing this being like yeah god damn it pal you go do this but then we've seen it where there's talented people that have opportunities like no n- no one's going to care about you it's like when when Dave went for Guardians it's like that's oh. where the Guardians graphic 2 weeks ago was hilarious so you you see it and you go but i know how your guys and that even hunter's reaction towards uh dave getting guardians was very dismissive yeah so the thing is they they want you to have success as long as they have a hand in it if you have the success without them having a hand in it you have the success outside of their they're pushing it in any way then they don't like that They, they you know and a lot of people have failed when they've left the WWE promotion machine behind. A lot of people have failed, but those who 
manage to succeed, they're jealous and they're angry and they're bitter. And it's really unfortunate, honestly. Uh, other injuries is uh, kind of a twofer, unfortunately. Uh, first off, Liv Morgan, she got hurt. We're not sure what Liv Morgan's injury is, but Dakota Kai, in saving her, tore her ACL for the second time. And it sounds like it might be, yeah, just I, I don't know if it's the same leg or not. I don't think you can tear your ACL twice, so probably the other leg. Um, but just, you know, feel terrible for Dakota. You know, she's been, you know, I just happy to have her back, first of all. And it seemed like things were about to ramp up with her and EO turning on Bailey and maybe a babyface run coming for, for Dakota. And we know how good Dakota can be as a babyface, as we saw in her earlier days in NXT. Uh, so really unfortunate to see Dakota doing that, saving Liv there. So hopefully a good push coming for Dakota when she comes back and sucks for Liv as she, you know, had some good momentum. I don't think Liv has to worry about her spot. Dakota is someone that I do worry a little bit about getting lost in the shuffle though now that she comes back because she was near the lower to mid card. She's easily one of those people who could be healthy and creative has nothing for her yeah. for months. It could it could easily happen. She's uh, It's also really just sucks for the division because frankly that division isn't very deep no and so to lose two people um at the same time really sucks and a main event player like Liv, Mm -hmm. who just got elevated to that main event um and then so obviously without the take titles will be defended next monday i think i don't think it's on night of champions i'll check in a second here uh it's on night of champions but it's probably going to be Rhonda and it's probably going to be Baszler. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a night of champions. Uh, it should be to me, it should be Chelsea and Sonya because they're much more entertaining. Yeah. But there's entertaining and then there's good champions. Yeah. They're entertaining with or without the belts. This but is true. They're not necessarily going to be with the, I mean, it depends on WWE is really trying to present under Hunter depending on how much power he has now, trying to really present their champions as legitimate rustlers, you know? And that act isn't really about that. No. Uh, We continue with the shitty news. Hulk Hogan was on Ariel Hawani's podcast. And when I heard that news, I'm like, well, surely this won't make any news because who cares? But there was two newsworthy things on it. Uh, the first was him speaking about his racist comments and saying, brother, that was just a speed bump. That's not who I am. Everybody knew that. Um, the tape begs to differ, Hulkster. And I would say, and Joel and I have talked about this, Morton, I look at the way the Briscoes handled their terrible LGBT comments and everything they worked for until the day that Jay died of reforming themselves and trying to ingrate themselves into the LGBT community and all their friends continuously saying, they did their best to take these negative comments and become better people for it and reshape their image for it. Everybody did believe that they did. I've never once heard that about Hogan ever with these comments. I would, if I, if I wanted to believe Hogan did it, I would look at him doing a lot more in this little time. It's been 10 plus years and Hogan has done nothing to re-ingrade himself to that community, to the African-American community. Or to anybody that looks at these comments and is disgusted by them. As well said, I have nothing to add. That's perfectly said. Joel, I mean, just the last on the Hogan, that, that side before I do the last Hogan thing is you saw him at WrestleMania and you saw the attitude towards him. Yeah, being there live and in person, there were people 
Like I sat in my chair. I did not stand up, did not give anything. There were people that stood up and turned their backs. There were people that did not acknowledge the Hulkster at all. And it, it, you see it happening before your eyes and you're like, yeah, this, this is a guy that's done nothing to show any growth. And I think that's, I think that's a big thing with second chances and forgiveness is being the ability to show that you are doing something to try to better yourself. Be like, I made, not necessarily said I made a mistake, but I've said these things. I've learned why these things shouldn't be said, why this is not okay at all. And I'm doing this, this, and this, and this to, to grow as an individual. And the Hulkster hasn't. And I don't think the Hulkster ever will. I, no. I think till the day he dies, he'll just continue to say, well, people Joel, know I don't know if you remember this. I'm sure Morton does. That first interview he did, I remember it was on with Katie Couric or something. He's like, oh, well, I grew up in Florida, brother. That was just normal. Like, that's what we kind of talked. I'm like, what are you talking about? See, and that's that's the thing. Any sort of apology or like, hey, I'm sorry, you undercut it by saying something like that. You basically take all the, the belief of that apology out the window and be like, that's just how it was back then. I don't think there was anything wrong with it back. You know, we learn, we grow, and it doesn't fly. No, and then the the second news is Ariel asking him about a retirement match, which Hogan said Shane McMahon, when they were at MSG this year, sent him a picture and said, you got one more in you, brother. And he said, well, not this year, because I got to get my back fixed. But Hogan now is pitching for himself to have a retirement match at WrestleMania 40, can you guys guess the opponent? Do you know the opponent years old then. Yeah. Do you, can you, do you guys know who the opponent that he wants? Have you heard? Oh, probably Shane. Not Shane. Oh, good. Joel? Oh, Ric Flair. Steve Austin. Oh, no, no. Don't. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's, it's, look, Hulk Hogan is an idiot. Uh, straight up. Even, I mean, even 15 years ago, I would have been saying he's an idiot. And and I know there's a lot of people who have a lot of nostalgia for the man. But, I mean, I'm already seeing guys who, like John Cena's match this year at Mania, I thought was a a, a one-star match. Well, that's why Cena's <laughs> shit. That was the, you, you got me to, that's my next story about Morton. So we can blend that. Cena's already oh. shit on it. And he said, Austin Theory's not that guy. Well, I thought that this, like, I thought it was awful. And that's, he's 46. Yeah. And he's already, you know, losing it. Hulk Hogan's 69. Just let us have our memories. And and why can't you enjoy your memories? Why can't you just celebrate your life that you had that has lived, that, that exceeded most people's lives as far as achievements? I mean, it has. I mean... If you're not going to try and become a better human being, which he's not, at least celebrate your what you did achieve in your life, and and let those people who want to also do that. They never had don't a retirement match, brother. Another match? Don't, don't, don't. He'll be involved in WrestleMania 40 because it'll be a celebration. Because well, his every last decade... spot was with Great Khali, wasn't it? Like his last spot where he he did anything physical would have been with Great Khali on like a Raw. No anniversary or something like it that. Was wasn't? In, it was an impact with Abyss. 
No, I think I think the great Kali spot was after that. No, that was on Raw. That was on Raw 15. Was that Raw 15? Was that was Raw 15? Yeah, because remember they were going to tease that, and then they couldn't come to an agreement. And then he did everything he did in Impact. So he went to. I thought it was Impact before that was his comeback. No, okay. Yeah, he. I don't think in his WWE more recent comeback he's ever done any major physicality. Physicality, no, no. No. I don't think he could look, even though I look I, like you were talking, I was one of those people that I've been on the few times that it, I, Hogan was a hero of mine growing up. I think he's an absolute piece of shit now, but even someone that thinks he's a piece of shit, I don't want to see him do a leg drop. Not even because it would be terrible, but it would may fucking cripple him. And as much as well, he's a shitty human being, I don't wish anyone to become crippled. He, I mean, his hip, his, his knees, his back, they're all messed up. I mean, the guy used to be, you know, 6'4", and he's like 6'1 now. And, you know, like, it's, he's it, a shell of himself already. I mean, he's 69 years old. And he, it was a, the Letting that leg drop at 300 pounds, you know, for all those years does do a lot of damage. And then, because he did get some height on it. And like, I I, yep. I don't want to see him wrestle. On to Austin Theory, just yeah. to say, uh, I, I knew he wasn't the guy. No, <laughs> I think none of us thought he was. Well, are you surprised? Like, Cena, guy, Cena's normally you know? more of a professional. Like I, that's why I'm more shocked that Cena went out of his way to knock the guy because Cena is much more of a professional than that. Well, he probably doesn't want to see WWE make that mistake. He probably cares yeah. too much about the company. Yeah, well, and Vince listens guy, to him too. Guy, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of the reason that match sucked to me was John Cena. Yeah, but uh, but. Still, I mean, Austin Theory just doesn't have that it factor, you know, as far as he's not a great worker and he doesn't have the it factor they think he has. Then again, I didn't think Roman Reigns had it for many years. He didn't. Eventually, he learned it. So he did. did. You know, but there's some there's a shit ton of guys in. NXT that we're going to talk about here in a bit too that just have it way more than he does and, and current guys just call up on the roster that have it more than he does he has the look but that's all he has is the look yeah but even then it's not really it doesn't stand out to me like well, I Renee, look at Renee go, Dupree oh, wow, had the that look, looks right? like a star like Renee he doesn't Dupree look and like Sylvan yeah. Grenier had the look Mark Jindrak had the look well, LA Knight has the look just as much and a lot more personality yes yeah you know <laughs> um uh you sent botch mania this week i watched it i've actually watched the last few and i didn't usually watch it <laughs> there's nothing better when he then when he goes did i say shoes did i say shoes instead of jacket you know <laughs> yeah the shoes of a champion <laughs> uh, I, my favorite part of a botch mania is the whole end ends uh after it it's God bless Matthew. That, that, oh, that the best the best of Mania this week was the Cody Rhodes walk, and then they showed like <laughs> the, the gangster. Then they showed the cart. Then they showed the cartoon mouses doing that yeah. same walk. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. I remember watching it, thinking, "Oh, that was odd," but I never thought anybody would make something out of it. They yeah. made a lot out of it. <laughs> that's that's why Mania is the best. Matthew has been doing that now. That's probably one of the first viral things I ever saw was Mania. Back in like 2007, I think was the first time I saw Botchamania. 
Well, I mean, they've done like 400. I was seeing it. It's like 474 episodes or something crazy. Yeah. I'm like, good Lord. And I have a lot, a lot of the times I, I didn't watch it because I was like, I felt too bad for the guys who botched to make fun of them. And I still feel that way about most of it. But Cody's walk, that's worth it. But a lot of them are in on it now, too. Like, I think a lot of people yeah. are in on it. So there's that as well. And getting stuff like Guy in the Table and all that kind of stuff. The Taz signs are the best. The Taz signs are hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any uh, Other than that for news, all I can say is we have Best of Super Juniors this week, which uh, should be really exciting. And... Um, yeah, I don't. Is there any other news I missed? That what is it? Master be... Watto versus uh, Titan was one of the four that got in there. Yeah, uh, Master Watto, uh, El Desperado, El Desperado. Yes, El Desperado versus Titan, is it? I think, yeah, 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 and uh, Master Watto versus uh. Oh, I can't recall. Mike Bailey? No Desperado and Master Watto and then Mike Bailey and Titan, it looks like. Mike, speedball Mike Bailey? Yeah. Those should be fantastic matches. That, yeah. And that guarantees you a spectacular final. Japan is having a good year. One of the best years it's had uh, post-pandemic. Kind of getting their stuff yeah. back. Yeah. it's it's there. There's not much buzz behind it, but the quality is there. All right, let's talk about G1. our last. Story. I think so much. They have so much variety on G one. Oh, they do. Uh, last news story before we get into the shows. Uh, AW Collision. So AW Collision has been. Uh, well, I guess two AW stories. We'll finish with a happier story to end than what this mess has been. Uh, and I don't want to go too long on this, so I'm setting a timer right now for Collision Talk, which is AKA Mr. Phil. Mm-hmm. This is a maxed out at 10 minutes. So after 10 minutes, we're going to the pay-per-views. Um, so AEW Collision was announced. We get to the upfronts last Wednesday. Everything's good. CM Punk is on the thing. And then legal issues happen because A. Steel was, who has been rehired, wanted, Punk wanted him backstage, didn't get him backstage. Looks like now A. Steel will be backstage, it sounds like, on Collision. So Punk is getting his cake and eating it too, which I... I'm sure Joel will talk about. I don't think is good for what the elite future is holding down the street. Uh, we'll get into that later. But Phil getting everything that he wants tonight. Tony announced that AW Collision will take place in United Center on the 17th. So that all but confirmed CM Punk's inevitable return now to AW Television. Uh, he had a complete freakout on Brian Alvarez on that same day as well. And yeah. It's uh, it's been Alvarez said something 15 years ago about him, so he, he deserved say? it. Yeah, uh, okay. it's 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah, so hopefully they just take Phil's phone and he take that away from him. But uh, CM Punk will be back on the 17th. Collision will be happening on a Saturday. I am. Um, I'll say my piece and then I'll let you go, Morton, and then I'll go like Joel go because I know Joel's got a whole rant ready to go here. Um, I want to hear the rant. He can go second. Okay, I'll let Joe go second. All I'll say is I'm very happy for AW. It shows that the ratings, well, they may not be hitting a million. They're staying around at 800K. I think a big part of that is they've had the unfortunate task of facing every single Laker and every Golden State game for the last two months. So these ratings tonight, I'm going to be really interested in because there was no basketball competition for them at all. They would have been Lakers and Nuggets, but Nikolai Jokic took care of the business there. Um, and so did Jamal Murray, Canadian um 
So they don't have to worry about that. So I'm interested to see what the AW ratings are tonight. But it showed that Turner has complete confidence in AW. And they gave him two more hours. I don't know what that means for what Rampage is going to be. Probably going to be more of a heat level show, I would suppose. Wait, Rampage is still on? Yes, Rampage it's is still on. It's already a heat level show. Did you see the card they promoted tonight? Yeah, it's bad. Uh, the Saturday is going to be a challenge. Those ratings are going to be rough because you're going against college football in the in the fall. And you're going against uh, NFL games as well at times. So it is an uphill climb to be on a Saturday. People also go out on a Saturday. So it is an uphill climb. But Turner obviously is happier to get 400K or 300K there compared to whatever else they would get. And quite frankly, whatever else they would put on a Saturday, unless it was an NBA or NHL game, they're not topping that rating. So instead of just putting a rerun of, Whatever sitcom on, AW will do good ratings for them. So really happy for that. Out of the three of us, I am the bigger CM Punk fan because the Summer of Punk meant a lot to me. When that all happened, I was going through a tough time and Summer of Punk meant a lot to me at that point. So I'm still a CM Punk fan. I don't condone his recent actions. They've been very childish. I'm hoping by the time he gets back, he can smarten the fuck up and just be good in the ring, give us good promos and let us have fun. But that is uh, that is a question to be denied. But overall, I'm happy for AW and happy for the wrestling business because more wrestling is good for the wrestlers, and that is good for all of us. Joel, unleash. Uh, so I guess po- I'll start with the positive. I absolutely agree. I think seeing that Turner is giving them two more hours and basically came out and said they're okay with them focusing on the hardcore fans. That's what we want them to do. Basically saying we support this product is is a great thing for Tony and AEW and for wrestling in general because it it goes to show that there is support. Uh, This is not something that's going to be walked out the door come next year. Uh, And we'll we'll wait and see if there's a, a a nice little pay raise for everyone with uh, a five-year TV extension, but we will we will wait to see what what comes of that. I hope they get extended. I hope pro I we desperately need a second product, and we need a successful second product. And uh, I hope AEW continues to be in that role of being that second product that can give guys homes and give opportunities to talent that wouldn't get it a darby allen jungle boy i don't think wwe would have given them much of a sniff and now they now they've had that opportunity on the flip side you're to me what i'm seeing i don't want to take up uh all of morton's time and get let him get his piece in uh to me you're essentially your thing you're essentially trading CM Punk and a steel for, I believe, sending all four of the elite to WWE. I really and truly believe that the choices Tony has made is sending the guys that stood in the ring last week and said that they were the heart and soul of AEW. I believe you're sending all four of those guys. It's not MJF's contract to worry about. Joel and I have been on this now. We, this is the first time I think we're going to put an estimation point on this. Joel and I both agree we're not, we don't think MJF is leaving. That's the core you have to be scared about leaving when this hiring freeze is over, which is just in time when their contract is over, when the Endeavor merger happens and Ari Emanuel is going to want to open his checkbook. Uh, Do you remember when, do you remember when, and I'll let you go in a second here, just do you remember when the the Radicals joined WWE? 
Yep, that was the and end. They were all mid-card guys. They weren't at the top of the card. They weren't even as highly pushed as the elite. Yep. But it killed WCW because yep. that was the heart and soul. That was what was still, those were the guys delivering the matches night after night that were keeping people tuning in. Without that, the quality of the wrestling started to go down to the point that the, the, uh, the booking started to get noticed more and the booking was weak. And, and it really was a, a real blow those four, when those four men left uh, WCW to, uh, to WWE. To, to me, the choice I would have made is you sending Phil home and not bringing him back. Ratings be damned, I would not bring him back. If it cost me Kenny the Bucks and Hangman, and you can argue Hangman is their, is their homegrown number one babyface. Cowboy shit is still chanted. There's still support behind Hangman. And he's the youngest of everyone in the elite. Uh, Nick Jackson, who's a little bit younger than his brother, uh, Matt, he's a phenomenal in-ring talent. So those are two of the younger guys from the elite that you can still very much use, still very much push. And you're pushing it for a crotchety. What I, I've told, I've said this to Morton multiple times. I've said this to Josh multiple times. It's like the comic in the joke uh, for the Joker and Batman. You're one bad day away from turning into me. You're one bad day. Phil is one bad day away from yet another colossal meltdown. Doesn't matter what he signed today where he made some agreement that he wouldn't say certain things and do certain things. I, that doesn't fucking matter. He will do and say as he pleases. He basically has shown that he is he is the number one in the company. It's his way or the highway. It's his way or the highway. And I think AEW and Tony Khan have made a very big mistake by going with Phil over the elite. I would not trade for those guys for Punk. Who Joel, you you didn't even mention handing Kenny Mill Omega, who's probably the best wrestler in the world, in a silver silver platter to give WWE matches of Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, which is probably the biggest dream match that we have available right now, and Kenny versus. Roman Reigns, among you, others. You you you've given that up for a guy that tell me the last time Phil wrestled two matches in a row and didn't get hurt. Tell me the last time that happened. the start of his AEW run. Yeah, is the start of the AEW run. Yeah. The every step of the way towards that end, he was chronically getting hurt. And you can't tell me that this layoff, that this this time off and more age that's on that body. That he's not due for another. I will. I would bet money that he's going to have another injury this year. I would be shocked if we got to December. Not that we're rooting for that. None of us are no. rooting for that. But it's it's more of stating that he is older. He is beat up. Everything that his body went through for UFC, like just and the layoff from wrestling, like the guy is is not someone I would put all my eggs in the basket and especially bring back a steel is a to me is another poor look like That's both those both those choices just they're very poor poor choices and i could be wrong i've i've been wrong from time to time but i do think december 31st we're looking at uh three out of the four members of the elite being in um wwe and hangman being 
basically dumped on at, or just left sitting at home because Phil wants him gone. Phil doesn't like Hangman. And then when Hangman eventually joins the Elite uh, next year, then all four of them plus Cody will be on WWE. Cody finishes the story with the Elite in the ring. Yep. And then Punk probably is hurt again and just continues to be a crotchety, pissy old man. So, Joel, thank you for that. Uh, Morton, what do you think? So I'm sitting here and we're recording the show and my buddy Addy is texting me. And, uh, you know, he's texting me about punk, basically. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> he's he's not, not pleased with them. And when Collision comes here in Calgary, he's planning to drink a lot and to spend most of the show saying things about CM Punk. Now, even back on We Talk Wrestling, when I used to do it with Addy, I used to call him the hypocrite CM Punk. That's how I predated every time I talk about him, like like Seth freaking Rollins. Like you have to say Seth freaking Rollins. You have to say the freaking. I used to have to say the hypocrite CM Punk every time I talked to him because to me that's always been what he was. As soon as as soon as CM Punk was sitting there going and, and going to the UFC and main eventing when he was complaining about the Rock main eventing WrestleMania, I thought the hypocrite CM Punk. So, you know... <laughs> I've always said this, but I love that he's sending me, he's saying my next sign will be, will say I got punk, drunk with CM Punk. Uh, he also has a punk shares a, a bank account with AJ. I mean, that's pretty funny. I like uh, Larry is a bitch. That's, that's pretty good. And uh, also punk fears Alvarez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're drawing the line at the Larry stuff. That's too much. <laughs> that is too much. No, don't say anything about Larry. Don't say anything. But if Punk shares a, a bank account with AJ, I think that's freaking funny. Um, yeah, look, I'm I'm I am i at 46 years old, what already I've been seeing like in his comeback in ring, he's already doing things like, like, like when he does hangman's clothesline and he falls you know like we're already seeing the guy slip physically which leaves all that's left is his aura um his his mic skills his aura that becomes more important than ever when because he doesn't look like he's learned to work a different style and he, so he's going to keep on physically being unable to do the things he used to do um so I'm going to be very curious to see how many people are like Addy. How many people are like, I know in Chicago, in Chicago, he could, you know, he, he could uh, kill somebody on the street and people would still vote for him. I know it. Okay. The chants were louder for the announcer than I thought they would be. I'll say that much tonight for tonight. They were louder than I thought they would well, be. Yeah. And, and, it wasn't that hot a crowd tonight. I sure hope they're no. hotter on the pay per view on Sunday. I hope so. Because uh, they're it's in the same city, obviously. Yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, it's like I will be very curious to see going down the road here over the next little while what kind of reaction he's getting because he clearly wants to be the babyface. And I don't know that, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, it's the only run four or five with Forbidden Door pay-per-views a year. Um, unless you're going to split the pay-per-views up so that 
not everybody is on them or so that one's all collision or one's all like i don't know how you split up the pay-per-views and totally keep these guys separate every week you know the elite and, and them but they're gonna have to figure that out i don't know that the elite are necessarily gonna leave because of this because if i'm the elite i'm still looking at wwe and still looking at AEW and seeing it as the preferred workplace and just thinking let's just outlast the guy he's got a year left best you know like the guy doesn't have the guy's not going to be two, around he, that long. He has two and a half years left in his contract, Warren. Yeah, but he's got a year left at best. I mean, both physically, as, as in terms of another injury that we were talking about, yeah, or in terms of uh, you know, just him having another meltdown and then having no choice this time. Yeah, but so, if you're the elite, don't you look at it as a situation like? We know now that the grass is a little bit greener because we've seen what's happened to Cody. And it's a spot that we haven't done it yet. We haven't had, I know you hate this, this, and you're going to roll your eyes. We haven't had our WrestleMania moment yet. So maybe we want to have that. And there's matches. There's quite simply for them also on top of this punk thing, there's still matches there that they are never going to get. They're never going to get that new day match. They're never going to get that. They're also never going to get a match against, you know, of Vikingo or whatever, how you pronounce his name. Like that match that just happens out of nowhere where Kenny yeah. Omega is able to go out and have that yeah. five-star match on television yeah, exactly. with him. Yeah. That's never going to happen if they go to WWE either. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to look I at do, it from that perspective as well. I do wonder though if the punk stuff, and I, I do want to, I don't want to go on because we could go a whole podcast in this. I do wonder like Joel does if it's like that Michael Jordan meme, like, and I took it personally, like you it's one thing to bring punk back and you could wrap your hand around and be like this guy's an asshole i get it but he's he is good for business we don't need to be around him the ace steel thing more than anything i think would piss me off and the fact is like it's no secret like yes turner gave them collision but this show is more or less catered around an entire guy and it's around the guy that gave the bucks their quote the two worst years of their life and made them want to retire i i heard uh, as of yesterday, that they sent him a legal letter that's forced him to get to to go into collision. I don't know if yeah. that's true or not. Uh, I haven't heard any follow up I on had, it, so I don't. I know haven't heard any follow up on that either, but I had heard that as well. Right. So again, we talk about him being forced to not being able to, to say things or whatever. I mean, I'm sure he signed this legal letter. You say he's getting everything he wants. I somehow suspect he'll still be pissy. Oh, he always will uh, be. He he got know. everything he wanted after money in the bank. Everything he wanted. And he was still fucking mad about stuff. And Hunter has brought that up. And Hunter looked like the bad guy for a while with all that, right? It was just saying, like, yeah. like we gave him what he wanted. We got called the personality. We gave him the main event spots. Like, look, the push was not handled great, and Hunter shouldn't have beat him, and the, the Kevin Nash stuff, all yeah. that was bad. They gave sure. him the title. They didn't give him the main event spots. Cena still. That's true, but he still got a lot of stuff when he came back. Yeah, he did. He did, no question. But that that push was bad. That push was blundered. It was bad. And and I suspect he'll be pissy here because if they had to send a legal letter, you know, he's not going to let stuff go. Now, the funny thing is he clearly wants to be in wrestling badly. Otherwise, he wouldn't have shown up at the New Japan show. You know, WWE. Yeah, or WWE. Or Impact. That was wild that he showed up there, you know, at WWE backstages. Wow. But the guy, yeah, the guy still wants to be, he wants to go out on his terms. 
I don't know that his terms mean two and a half more years. I know this. The company needs him as a draw. That's the sad part. So you're like, do you go with an older guy who's a massive draw? Or do you try and build up your next CM Punk? And can you? You know, can they? Can We still haven't seen the, you know, they've made stars to their crowd. But we have never seen that AEW can make a crossover mainstream star in any way, shape, or form. Well, we'll wait and see for MJF when this Von Erichs movie comes out because that'll be the first we'll big, yeah. We'll see. But we and, have I, not and by seen the way, as to this every, point, that they can do everything that it sounds like is it sounds like MJF signed an extension. So this whole contract stuff, it's like, dude, no one cares anymore. Like, again, I want to ask you about that more. And like, when you bring to the contract stuff, do you just kind of roll your eyes now? Because I do. Yes. Yeah, I'm over yes. it. I, well, I, you probably not only that. Not only am I over it, but I mean, we're four months into 2023, and and that's 2024, and it feels like a a lifetime away. Well, and the ones that we're talking, I if MGF makes the jump to WWE, cool, cool, he made the jump, cool. If the elite does it, it's holy fuck. The elite jump. I, that's the one I'm more concerned with. I'm more concerned with the elite jumping, Drew Galloway jumping, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, and KO jumping. Those are the free agents list there. And then at the very bottom of all those is MJF. All those are bigger jumps than what MJF's is. Yeah, I don't think uh, AJ Styles is. Again, there's another guy who's talked about retiring. You know? <laughs> Did you hear him this week in the, on, the, on the world title belt? No, what do you say? Let me get my AJ accent here. All right. He was asked, so AJ, um, you're going for the world title. Finish it no matter what you say. Finish it with saying, oh, we have six sides now. Now do your AJ accent. Okay. So uh, AJ, you know, you're going for the world title in uh, Night of Champions. What do you, uh, is, is it a third rate title? Well, man, you know, uh, yeah, it's hard to think it's not a third rate title when uh, Roman's not there half the time, but it uh, should be a good match. And we have six sides now. You can pretty much take that and insert that into an impact promo. And you, you, people would believe that. So, yeah, AJ how, saying, oh, you know, that, that was, what was that on? I can't remember what show, like it was, oh man, man. inside the ropes or something like that. I think with it was Brian Fritz with Brian Fritz. Yeah, where they yeah. interviewed him. They said, why should people watch inside uh, impact? And he goes, uh, we have six sides now. <laughs> do you that's one of the first wrestling podcasts i ever listened to morton do you do you remember the terry funk interview from that show no no okay i don't and i i, I will we will move on after this but there's an interview brian fritz and uh i think dila was one of the hosts at this point and anyways so t- terry's talking and in this back he has this this hound dog and the hound dog is like Arr! Oh, oh, now I remember. And he's yes. like, Carmel, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember now. And he's like, anyways, when I was in WCW, shut the fuck up, dog! One of my favorite, one of my favorite Terry Funk memories of all time. And this was like one of like the first times when podcast came out, I'm like, that's cool. They got um, part of the interruption, and I'm like, I need a wrestling podcast, and that's the first one I found. Yeah, I, it was probably behind 
I think, uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the second one I found. I think I'm in the same order as you. That and the law. That and the law. The law. The law was probably the first, actually. Which uh, shouts to Dan Novell Bransky who's retiring. And and then and then probably Cornets was probably the third one I was listening to regularly back in the day. Which used to be okay. Back when it was well, you know, it was him just 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 ripping on impact. Had no problem with it. Uh, before we get to the pay-per-views, one thing of good news, AW video game has a release date finally end of uh end of june and it looks fantastic and it brings back the days of a little bit of wrestlefest in there morning so i know you're going to be hyped about yeah. that but to me bringing back no mercy wcw revenge vibes which that's my era of wrestling games that's my favorite era so i'm really excited about i've been that playing tonight. that a lot lately on emulation i've been playing, playing a lot of that lately of no yeah, mercy or wcw so good so good yeah i never really played it back in the day so which one no mercy no or mercy. Do- yeah, it's the best. Yeah, yeah, just incredible game. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I'm I'm very curious about this game. Uh, the latest WWE 2K23 had really good reviews. It's it's and, it's. Uh, I watch the, a lot of YouTube videos on it from like extreme spot, and the creator wrestlers on that have been awesome. Well, it, it's you know I've heard nothing but good things about it, so it, it's going to be interesting because you know they're going to be compared to each other. So based on that, they got to bring it because WWE in their latest product has brought it. Uh, I just think it's really good for the company. Here's an interesting fact you guys may not know about Impact Wrestling. Uh, The only year they ever turned a profit was the year they released the video game. Really? Which is a terrible video game. So bad. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. So bad. So bad. And yet that still is the only year they ever turned a profit because they released that game. Yeah. So this is big for WC or for AEW. Uh, yeah. It's big for their for their. Well, they put a lot of money sure. into it. A lot of money into it, but they can make a lot of money back. It can I increase exposure for them, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, it delivers. I was looking at some of the achievements, and I'm like, oh, that's intriguing. That means that's in this game. That's intriguing. Kind of like a little spoilers. The the one thing I I think I'm pretty sure this game's gonna be pretty easy to pick up and play. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that's so important because that's how you start roping people in. Oh, this is a really easy game to pick up and play with your buddies. And then you can just kind of slowly start roping people in. And at the plan it from my understanding is they're not going to be releasing a game each year, but instead delivering DLC and adding updates to games as time goes along heck yeah you that's a good idea if you can grow it in such a way yeah i'm i think you could do a fantastic job absolutely all right we got three pay-per-views this week so let's get to it i'm going to go in the order of what the pay-per-views are airing so let us start we're least likely to watch first then so nxt yeah okay sure nxt uh which Stupidly is going on the same time as AW, but also the same time as the succession and Barry finale. So good luck. I will I will not be watching Double or Nothing Live. I'm going to be watching the succession finale first, and then I will be watching Double or Nothing. I'll watch the first hour, then I'll watch succession. Anyways, uh, so yeah, good luck to NXT. Uh, but you know, it's a decent card. I will say that it is a decent card. Uh, take team match. You have Gallus, of which is Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. 
which I'll Joe Coffee on the side against the Creed brothers. Should be a really good match. Um, I would assume the Creed's get it back, but Gallus just won it during Mania Week. So let's just say Gallus holds on to the titles a little bit longer. I think Gallus holds on. That makes sense. Last man standing match. Dragonov versus Dijak. Again, gonna be a good match. Yeah, Dragonov for almost for sure to me is going to win this. Yeah. Dijak, I don't really see them pushing him near the top of the card, whereas I could see Dragonoff getting a push. Dragonoff mm-hmm. might have the best outside of Bobby Lashley, best build in all the WWE. Like the dude is jacked. He's yes. not big, but he is jacked. I thought he was going to get called up. I was surprised he didn't get called up. I was kind of waiting I think for it's him. his size. I think that yeah. that's what's holding it back. Yeah. I, well, it also sounds like it was between him and JD McDonough, but Finn picked JD McDonough to be part of Judgment Day. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, Dragonov. Another good match: NXT North American uh, Championship. Wesley, the champion, against Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy. The Joe Gacy part not so good. Can we just do Tyler Bate and Wesley? Tyler Bate and Wesley, though. Yeah. Is, yeah, the Joe Gacy's bringing it down, but oh man, I mean, you have. You have a guy with tons of innovative offense in Wesley mm-hmm. and a guy who's one of the best hands in the world and Tyler Bate. And that's that. Gacy would you know. be a decent base. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I'll say Wesley holds on to the title. Yeah, I think so too. The British rounds rules match for the NXT Heritage Cup. No man, no more Dar, no M Dar, no M Dar, no M Dar versus Dragon Lee. Another really good match. I say Dragon Lee wins the Heritage Cup here, although this has kind of been Dar's whole gimmick lately. I think Lee is clearly there to get a push, brought yeah. in to get a push, so I think he wins. Yeah, I think so. Joel? Too. Oh, yeah. He's he he's due. He'll probably be called up sometime next year. Uh, then we have the NXT Women's Championship, Lara Valkyrie versus Tiffany Stratton. This is the easiest one of the night. This is Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's the future there. I uh, should note too on next week's um, NXT, you have uh, Gabby and uh, JC Jane in a uh, weapons cage match, which should be really good between those two for the Toxic Attraction members. Yeah. I mean, I don't think either one of them is a very good worker or as a very good like. I don't see either main of main roster potential in either one of them. But the gimmick matches, it should deliver. You know, it, it should. should deliver with, with you know, who they have working behind the scenes as producers and and everything that, that they should pull something off. Uh, and then our watch. NXT singles championship match, Carmelo versus Braun Breaker. I can't imagine they're going to put the title back on Braun now unless the idea was they just wanted Melo to have the championship and now it's time for Braun to have the title as a heel. Uh, so I'm going to say Melo, but I can see it going either way. I'm, I'm going Braun on this one. I think, number one, I think the, the heel Braun, they want to see what he can do and try and heat him up that way. Number two, mm-hmm. I think Carmelo is probably now, I, I didn't think this a few months ago, but I think now he's more likely to be brought up of the two mm-hmm. to the main Money roster. The bank. It could happen. Uh, you know, I think he's more likely to be brought up. So, whereas I think they think Braun's, and, and I think Braun does continue to need development because he needs to continue to work on his character, but he's showing potential as a heel. Melo's ready and Trick Williams are both ready. They're both ready. 
the act is ready. I agree. Joel? Oh, yeah. I think you're picking, uh, you're picking Braun or Carmelo. Uh, you put it back on Braun and you car- call Carmelo. Uh, and that's All a right. story you can revisit later on in the main roster. Let's go to Saudi Arabia. And let's go to Night of Champions. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a singles match. I have Trish winning this. This feud is going to continue. Yeah. I think Becky wins, but I don't care either way. <laughs> uh, like, I'll tell you we... one thing I never need to see again, and this is both AEW and WWE. It's a contract signing segment. We had two of them. I know. Yeah, two of them. Did you, uh, curious, Morton, did you like the fact or did you not care what other that they brought up the Trish Stratus uh, dog segment that Becky did? Some people were like, let's just leave it in the past. Yeah. You know, I think it's just them, to me, it's just them trying to be clever with their writing, trying to be too mm-hmm. clever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Would bring up something like that. Just, yeah. yeah. Doesn't really matter to me. Joe, who did you have? Uh, I have. I. You know what? I think Becky. I think Becky's gonna win, and then this will be just the end of it. We don't even have to talk about this. Rhea and Natty. Rhea. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rhea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no matter no matter who wins, Becky or or Trish. By the way, I don't think it's over. <laughs> uh, Bianca and Oscar. I talked to Joel about this morning. This Bel Air title run, I don't think has been very good. It's been like a year plus. And what has been the feud? I guess kind of Becky for a bit. But since then, like what's been the money feud in this year long title run? Like they're trying to do these title runs to make champions and make people look stronger. With Roman, you can argue they've done that. Uh, with Gunther, definitely have done that. With Bianca, they have not done that. I think bon- Bianca is the weakest She's ever looked. The EO match was awesome. And they should have continued with the EO match, I thought, instead of going back to Asuka. Well, the, the thing about it is what when you're talking about Gunther, Gunther, whatever, the however you pronounce it, you talk about Reigns, you're talking about, you know, even the Usos, their t- thing when they had the belts for a long time. They had a lot of matches where, you, like you say, feuds or matches, where you're like, that was a really good match. Mm-hmm. And that helped things. And and yeah, I think the EO match was really good, you know. And I think the match with Oscar was really good. Yeah. But they're not they're not good enough to stand out against the matches that other people in the company are having. And so when you're when you're the fourth best match, even if it's a good match, you're the fourth best match. You're not going to be remembered. You're not going to be seen as special. And that's kind of being her role where she's consistently comes up to between the third and fifth best match, you know, and, and I think that's the problem with the rain that she's having is, is it's just, there's, she's, you never go, wow, that was the match of the night or in the conversation. You always go, that was good. And that's hurting her. Yeah. And they're, they're I think Oscar really- wins, by the way, I think they're taking oh, good. Over. I hope so. I just need something different. And I, I love Oscar and EO. I, That'd be awesome. I, I think Bel Air needs a little bit of. She needs to find another dynamic to the character. 
She, I think she needs a break. I think she needs to go off, get off TV for a while. It it definitely yeah. And see, this is one of the things where there doesn't get the she gets a nice reaction, but she doesn't get a huge reaction. No, not the way that Rhea does. I, I will say this. I think that women's division is definitely missing Monet. Yep. God, yes. Yes. Yep. That would be the match that Bianca actually needs, funny enough. like That's the match that she is missing on the resume that is incomplete for her feud is the Sasha Banks stuff. And, but it's it, uh, yeah. I mean, is Perez... Is she she's probably the one with the most potential, not just Who's that this? she's you know billed as the as the prodigy. Roxy, oh Roxy, um, yeah. It's so probably, she probably Tiffany. is the person with in the in in NXT with the most potential as far as both working and yeah. Uh, they view wise. it as Tiffany Stratton though. They view it as Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And fuck, uh, it would have been Sol Ruka, and then she got the ACL tear, what was devastating. Yeah, that was bad. But I think Perez is Perez is younger than Stratton, but quite a bit. Yeah, she's and, like 20, uh, 21. Yeah, she's she is, like I say, I think she's the can she be or is anybody in NXT there? Can it be her or somebody else who can or give a shot in the arm to the division and just give it a jolt of energy? Because it that's what it needs. I mean, it, historically, whenever the women's division has taken off. It's because they brought up somebody from NXT who gave it a jolt of energy. It's EO. And made the whole it's division seem better. That's EO. That's what EO should have won the match. They should have made the call there and then have a chase and then have like, I know you want to do this turn with Bailey, but I would have made the turn there and be like, you know what? EO's going to win this match and we could have Bianca chase her. Even if it's just for a few months, but that that's not Hunter's booking as much anymore. So I don't know yeah, about what you said. I, I I think EO definitely has a spot as, as a main eventer. I think she definitely. Excuse me. I'm just having a little bit of a cough fit, but yeah, I die myself from killing myself yeah. over here. I hope um, Oscar wins because there's better matches with Oscar too. Yeah, I mean, and I think EO, like I say, I think she deserves the main event spot. I think that will help, but I don't think that she gives a a shot in the arm to the entire division of energy, like bringing up one or two people from. Um, because I mean, the latest call up, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zoe Starks. Yeah, that does nothing for me. It's she's doing okay, but I, she's the only major. Oh, and then they brought up Abba Fire. Abba Fire, I think, could do okay, but she's in the tag team right now. Um, and who knows if Mandy, if they were to bring back Mandy, what Mandy could do? Not that I know Mandy what Mandy was... do. I've seen Mandy enough yeah. times. Mandy's best at NXT. Yeah. I, I think it's probably, it's probably uh, like you said, it's probably a, uh, a Perez or it's it's a Cora Jade, but I don't think Cora Jade's ready yet. No, I don't think Cora Jade. I, I don't see the whole package in Cora yeah. Jade yet. You know what's you crazy know? is they could use like a Chris Statlander right now, even. Absolutely, they could. You know. There's actually quite a few women that we're not seeing. That's another good thing about the Collision Show, right? There's yeah. a, a lot of people like like Statlander and Swerve, and a lot of these people that don't get on TV will finally get on TV regularly. Yeah, and be seen by uh, people. You know. So I will go with Bel Air. I think it's continue more. And you're going with Oscar Joel. Where are you going? 
Uh, I'll go Oscar. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. Don't have to talk about this much longer. Mustafa Ali versus Gunter. I'm going with Gunter. It seems like his next feud is against Riddle. Uh, I think uh, Gunter all. wins. Yeah, Gunther wins, but this will we get another Gunther five star match? Because Ali's awesome. We could. So it's this gonna be a really good match. It's gonna be a really good match. It just I always like to friendly remind everyone that Vince McMahon wanted to cut Gunther at one point. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan is now. Um then we have three main events. Three main events. Um I'm going in the order which it seems like they're going to be in. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in a singles match. I have Brock winning this and then injuring Cody until SummerSlam. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I, I have. Got to keep Cody away from the title. Yeah, you got to keep Cody away from the title. Either title, any title. Yep. Um, that takes yeah. you to at least the that, end, that middle of August. I feel like Cody's going to win again and then Brock's going to hurt himself and put well, him there out is there is some mortal combat rumors with Cody going around the last few days too that he got the Johnny Cage role he'd be awesome in that role so you that know, except potentially... for he doesn't know martial arts but no. but as far as like looking like Johnny Cage and acting like him you could do that yeah three-star general yeah. So I have I have Brock winning. What? Just give it to John Claude Van Damme. I don't care how old he is. <laughs> That'd be great. Give it to the Miz. The Miz would be perfect. Miz would do a good job too. Uh I'm gonna go with Brock. Joel. I'm gonna go with Cody. Or Brock, 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 Brock. Yeah. I'm going Cody. I just I know Brock never loses two in a row, but I just think they really want to heat up Cody. But like I said, I think. The injury angles like because I don't so. think you want to have Cody at Money in the Bank. No, no, I don't think so. So you need an excuse why I mean, he's not. I don't there. think it's got to be really weird. The Money in the Bank, you win the Money in the Bank, say storyline wise, just yeah, right. Who do you cash in on? Which champion do you cash in on? It'll be whoever wins between set the world champion because they'll be like Roman's too protected. They'll do it like they did with Theory last year. Logically, you would go after Roman, but yeah, because you want to be the one that breaks the streak. Storyline wise, you would, right? Yes, yes. But yes, but you're right. I don't think they will. I think it's it's just weird. I hate that. Um, yeah, I do too. We'll talk about it right now. It's the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth. Freaking Rollins, aka the leader of the Serpent Society, against AJ Styles. Leader Joel? of the Serpent Society. Oh, do you know, he's doing Captain America four, and he is playing the leader of the uh, Serpent Society in the movie. He's been I, on a I film set the last three Captain weeks. America. Didn't yeah. realize he's playing the leader of the. I want to see him against uh, against uh, um, uh, George Saint Pierre. That's what That'd I want. Great. to see. I I think yeah. he died. Did he die, Joel? Atrock. Yeah, he died in the show, didn't he? Did he? I don't think he died. In, in the Falcon Winter Soldier show, didn't he die? I don't know that he died. Uh, it's it's comic books. Does anybody die? Well, we'll find out with Miss Marvel because she just died in her comic. Yeah, so dumb, so dumb. Anywho, anywho, uh, you know who died was Claw in the Avengers uh, Ultron movie. That sucked. Yeah, he was the best part of that movie. I agree. 
All right. Andy well, he Serkis. died of Black Panther. He died of Black Panther. Oh, you're right. Black Panther. You're right. Yeah. Andy Circus, either way. Yeah. Fantastic. Joel? Um, I still don't like the look of the title. Still don't like the look of the title. I this like is, it. It's like the, the like AJ, AJ said. What did AJ said? This third is right third. belt. We got six sides. <laughs> <laughs> I just this will be a good match, but I don't care. I'm picking you, AJ. I I think this has been so. It's Seth. It's Seth. It's Seth. It's Seth. And it's just going to be so hilarious that a SmackDown wrestler wins it. It's going to be the best. It would be funny. I think Seth it's wins. Be I, I think AJ's winning. I think AJ's winning too. I also and... want AJ to win. I don't want Seth to win. I want Seth to have the chase. I want AJ to have one more world title run. One more for AJ. It's a strange. It's a strange, Um, you know, um, I think I don't know if I see it continuing past the one match. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then our main events, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the bloodline of Roman and Solo Sokoa. Joel? I don't know who's winning this. I really I... don't know who's winning this. So the rumor is for SummerSlam, the rumor is it's KO and Sami Zayn versus DIY. But that's just a rumor. Uh, but the other rumor is that Roman and Solo they want to build this as their Hunter and Batista Evolution feud for WrestleMania 40. Um, they're clearly building Sokoa for him. They're that guy is so lucky that he's a member of that family. If he wasn't a member of that family, he would never get the push he gets. Hey, and Morton, do you know who's a free agent next March? Who Jacob fought too. Sokoa, Jacob fought too. Oh. Now he's talented. Yes. Now him, I think he's a talent. Sokoa, yeah. I'm not. I don't think he doesn't have a look. I don't look. Part of it is he's the supposed to be the badass. I don't look at him and think, you know, he could beat anybody's ass in a real fight. I just don't buy it. I just don't. They're trying, buy to, make trying to make him a maga. They're trying to make him a maga. He's not a particularly good worker. Uh, he hasn't got a great look. He's just he's lucky to be a member of that family. Anyways, yeah. I think I, I'm going to go with Reigns and, and Solo because I think they're going to build to that that match. Or But, you know, it could happen if Solo takes the loss. Mm-hmm. That could also build to that match. You cost me the... You cost but me, I think yeah. it's too soon. I think it's too soon to build to that match. I'm going by the you, Adam rule. You need rule. a long build. I'm, I'm going by the Adam rule. I'm not bidding against Roman anymore. I'm just not. No. Uh, let's, let's say this. Roman wins. Roman and... Uh, uh, Sakoa win, and when when they eventually lose the belt, that's it's so, Solo who's pinned, and it's Roman who blames them, and that leads to the breakup. But it won't be for several months because I could see them doing. We're gonna have another belt rarely defended. Now they're gonna have to make the international world heavyweight intercredible championship well, could... <laughs> of tag teams. <laughs> I could see them defend against the useless of money in the bank. They are going to have to defend against the Usos at some point. That's that would mean that Roman will not defend that world title until probably SummerSlam. Yeah, but what an impressive reign, though. I mean, oh, yeah. he's going to, by the time he hits 2,000 days, he will have officially defended 25% of the amount of times that Bruno did in his 1,000. I can't wait for the 1,000 celebration on 
freaking uh, next Friday when he hasn't defended the title once since Mania. Yeah. In two months, he has not defended that title once. Joel? No. I think this is the major reason why I'm still very much out on WWE. I don't care. I just, it does not draw me in, does not interest me, does not make me go, I need to watch this. It makes me go, same shit, different day. And it'll, it'll be same shit, different day a year from now, apparently. So I just, I, 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 I think Roman Roman and Sokoa win, and then you have that build. And another title gets put on ice. Roman gets to walk around like he's the belt collector, even though he's not the belt collector, but that's what they'll be like. And there'll be little WWE memes on Twitter where it'll be a picture of Kenny and a picture of Roman and be, be like, this one better than this one. I'm so glad I'm not on Twitter anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I expect to happen. And yeah, and. Everything that happened with Sammy and KO just seemed like a moot point now. You know, just you know how the crowd was. I mean, the crowd was behind KO against Reigns. They were behind with a lot of people against Reigns, but they were really behind Sammy, obviously, and they're really behind Cody. But do you picture, no matter what the story they tell is, do you picture the crowd really ever getting behind Solo Sokoa so that, no. they, so that they're red hot for him to take the belt off Roman? This I, I mean the bump he, the I, bump he, on I don't see him ever connecting with the crowd at that level as a baby face. When Roman bumped into his shoulder on SmackDown, the crowd was more into it than I thought they would be after hearing about it on social. So I have been I mean, we fucking had Sabu on TV tonight. So things have already surprised me in WWE. By the way, Sabu is 58 years old, I just found out, oh, which God. was even more of a shocker to me. I thought he was like 70. We're talking about Sabu in a bit here. <laughs> Uh, but nothing would shock me, you know, nothing will shock me. Uh, there's other guys that heat up obviously, but it wouldn't shock me as a baby face. You have to have a likability that lets you connect with the crowd. Yeah. A likability. And that's what reigns always lacked. He wasn't, didn't have that likability yeah. that, that we can relate to you thing. Well, that's and what I Sammy had too. Has it. Pardon me. That's what Sammy and Cody and drew. Yeah. It all worked for them because we had grinded with Drew and the Drew side of it was like he was robbed of his mania moment because it was the pandemic. So he never really got to have it. And now he was in his home country, more or less. So he gets to have it. And then for Sammy, we've watched him grow and be traumatized by the bloodline year after year. And we connected with that. And then with Cody, you know, we rooted for Cody and his story of going to the Indies, forming AEW and then coming back and never getting that big run in WWE plus the dusty side of things. So you had all that to root for. All you really have for Solo is that he was the powerhouse and that he did the dirty work. Like the Batista story was that, but to a different degree because Batista slowly after it was Revolution was together for what, three years? Because the turn, I think almost three, two two and a half. Two, two and a half. And yeah, Batista yeah. started to get more and more, you know, respected. And then, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, because part of it, the reason Batista worked was because they decided to push Randy suddenly down our throat mm-hmm. as a baby face. Yeah. And that left, and because people don't like it when something's pushed down their throat, that left Batista as kind of the, hey, the, the you know, he was with, he was with Daniel Bryan, was at that point. Point, believe it or not, he was the uh, kind of guy who was being disrespected. So yeah, 
and left out I, of the whole thing. I have a I have a prediction. I predict it'll be it's at forty. It's still going to be Cody and Roman, and the Sokoa thing. They'll try it, and they're going to realize it's not going to work, and then they're just going to go to Cody. Uh, so Solo Sokoa is Lex Luger. Yeah, it's going to be. By the way, the rumor for Mania forty right now is Gunther and Cody. It's not. It's it's Solo and Roman, and it's Gunther and Cody. Obviously, plans can always change. Why? What, is this for the IC title, or is this just a special match? Rumor is the World Heavyweight Title. Uh, um, I, I hope Gunther still is IC champion, regardless. Yeah, and and Cody is world champion, or Gunther is both. But but um, no matter what, this is rumors. Uh, let's remember, Bra got changed Monday uh, up and down. This so time last year, Roman and Rock whoever was... had those long term plans. I don't know that that counts anymore. Yeah. This time last year, we all thought it was going to be Roman and The Rock, right? Yeah. So things can always I... things can always change. It's it's going to be Austin Theory versus Roman Reigns. There you go. You know, once, the, once the merger goes through, because well, we, I, I guess, the side of it too for the rumors before we get to AW is once that Endeavor thing is done, like WWE is what WWE is right now. Once it's Endeavor owned, who knows what the company is? Because then Air Emanuel has one of the final says too on what the company is. It's not just Hunter, it's not just Vince. Air Emanuel also has a say in some of the, the sides. He may say he doesn't, but it's still his company. True. I mean, so, true. It's, it's going to be very interesting what it looks like. And we're going to probably, Rumble will be the first indication of what WWE is under yep. Endeavor. Yep. yep. AEW, double or nothing. All right, let's get to this. The matches that are least important to important. Um, I did not even know this was a match. I Did you guys know that there was a match that had Ethan Page and the Guns against the Hardy Party? Huh? If the Hardy Party wins, Matt Hardy owns Ethan Page's contract? Oh, yes. This, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I remember now. Vaguely. Is this a Rampage thing? Uh, yes, it was a Rampage thing where they mainly had the Hardy it was a rampage thing. I saw. I watched that on YouTube. The uh, okay. the extended the extended cut, director's cut or whatever you want to call it, of the uh, final deletion match though on uh, on uh, YouTube. Lots yeah. of fun, especially Isaiah Cassidy in the moan. And um... yeah. what is if he screams again now? All of a sudden, uh, I don't know. Oh, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we got um, Jade Cargo versus Taya Valkyrie. I'm still going to say Jade retains because I do think Mercedes is the one that will dethrone her. Yeah, I think I think Jade definitely retains. I just wonder, you know, where do you put it? Like, uh, again, if we're doing another, like last time they did a pay-per-view, one of the nice things about Revolution that helped make it one of the best pay-per-views I've seen ever um was that it didn't go on for 14 hours like a lot of aw pay-per-views but if this is a 14 hour show uh this is your bathroom break match because it just doesn't have a lot of heat and had no reaction from the crowd jade is i don't know what the what the next step is with jade i think she has a good look she has gotten better in the ring but this is doing that belt no good it's kind of what we talked about with bianca in a way, highest. Uh, oh. 
two titles that are cold because they don't have good feuds attached to them. You just have to kind of move on because the belt's not working right now under cold feuds. And like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't even think about the TBS championship anymore. I just think Jade's undefeated. It's more about Jade's undefeated streak than Jade mm-hmm. being the TBS champion. Definitely. Yeah. And there's so many talented women in that division. Like, you know, we got Thunder Rosa coming back. We had Lady Frost on TV tonight. I'm really happy for her uh, that she made it. I had a competitive match against Ty Valkyrie. But we have so many sky blue um, we have so many talented women in this division that the TBS champion should have been a secondary title so we can have some of those other matches going on instead of just being on Jade that should have always just been for Jade having her undefeated streak. She didn't need the title. This wasn't, this is a worse than a Goldberg situation where Goldberg having the title mattered more because he was an attraction every single week and he was knocking people down and you were building up to him getting to the world title. They either have to start doing that with Jade to build up to her facing a Jamie Hayter or whoever the champion's going to be, or get the title off of her and move forward. Well, the the I mean, you say Mercedes is the person to beat him, beat yeah. her, and I I agree. Um, but the other thing is, the longer you keep it on her, the bigger the match her against whoever the women's champion is will be, right? You got to get it to ninety nine so, and zero. Then that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean that's the part of the problem with the streak gimmick is. At some point in time, the person can't keep winning without you saying, why aren't they getting a title match? Why is Sky Blue getting a title match when the undefeated, you know, Jade is not? So Why is Tony Storm getting a title match when Tony Storm lost to her once already? Yeah. And Jade never loses. Yeah, well, and let's go to that yeah, next, too, because that match feels cold, too. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm feels really cold. It's This was supposed to be Soraya, apparently, but... I, I don't know what's going on there. The injuries are back. She has some stomach thing, I believe, now that's going yeah, on with her. Uh, so hopefully Soraya is okay, but it, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Soraya. Um, I have Jamie Hayter winning right now because this isn't really a feud. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't think Hayter wins. I, th- I think Tony Storm wins just because I think TK really likes his outcast gimmick. And I think he really wants to push that that gimmick so i i think that storm wins but who knows yeah um let's go what else do we have on here uh wardlow versus christian cage in a tnt championship ladder match i would normally say this should be a layup for wardlow specifically with the goldberg rumors that are circling for that first collision show right now um and that would be the obvious choice for wardlow the face but this TNT championship seems to switch so much. I'm not going to be shocked if Christian wins this. And I feel like Christian's kind of due for a win, but Wardlow deserves a win more. And you got to build him up. So I have no idea. I throw it out the window. I'm going to say Wardlow because he should win, but I'm not going to be shocked if Christian wins this. I'm going to pick I think, Christian. I think Wardlow wins. Yeah. I, I think Wardlow wins. I think it, it's a fairly, the only way Christian wins is if, uh, if, uh, the dinosaur is luchasaurus there gets involved and mm-hmm. and helps him win other than that i'm more curious i don't really care about the feud i i don't care about the championship i am curious to see how good a ladder match christian can have in 2023 that's what makes me intrigued about this match it, it's gonna be very interesting to see what he can do especially with someone like wardlow yeah 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, the AEW Tag Team Championship match, Mark Briscoe is the special guest referee. Uh, we talked about Botchamania earlier. Have you ever seen that thing from the BBC called the slap? When a guy like, like slaps all these innocent people? No. That's kind of what the, what reminded me with Mark Briscoe. He just slapping the shit out well, of yeah, everybody. And I guess Karen Jarrett's just an AEW now. This is just a thing. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Karen Jarrett, I got to say, for her age, yep, she looks fantastic. And she's a great heel. I give her that. She's a great she heel. She is unlikable. Yep. But it, uh, much like, much like um, you know, Jeff Jarrett himself, in 2023, you're on TV while younger, fresher, better talent is not. Thank God Collision is coming, maybe, but still. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind seeing Jeff win the titles at this point because he's been entertaining. Not going to happen. FTR is winning. I know FTR is winning, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jeff win, but FTR will win, yes. Oh, God, I would mind. Any great? Wouldn't mind for lethal. But man. Jared, yeah, you got to admit, Morton, we're about a year into this Jarrett run. It has been good. It has been a oh, good run. I disagree. I think he gets a good crowd reaction. I'll give you that. Because he's a star from the past, he gets that good crowd reaction. Has the run itself been good? No. It's, it's been entertaining. It's been I, a good run. I, I enjoyed him versus Orange Cassidy in Winnipeg. Yeah. It's, it's, I think you're in the minority of this one. He has the same match every single match. Tag team or whatever. Every single match is the exact same layout. I can't wait till Adam makes him his wrestler of the year. <laughs> oh. I can't wait till, more, till Adam makes him his wrestler of the year. I mean, he's lucky Shane McMahon showed up and had almost a match because <laughs> the worst wrestler of the year is already settled, but <sighs> um, let's go to 20 a 21 man blackjack battle royal for I know the... two people in it. <laughs> I can give you a few more. Okay. They've got- announced more? Good. Aaron Solo. They, all they announced was Starks and uh, and OC. Well, we got Aaron Solo, QT, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Who else? That's it. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jay White in it? Juice? I'm assuming Jay White and yeah. Juice are in it as well. But they're not announced. I assume that they'll just run down. They could just run down and cost Oh, see the belt. I mean, I, I guess it comes down to here since we don't have all the competitors is recording. Do you see Orange Cassidy retaining or not retaining? I'd say he retains. If, if White's in it, he, he yeah. wins it. Mm. If White's not in it, I see OC possibly retaining. But it, if you're going to get it off him, it's the perfect, like it's a legendary type of, of rain, you know, 23 defenses and. Yeah. If they're really building something there, it would feel like it's cut short if they got rid of it now. But here's the thing. And and they love to open with that intercon or international title yeah. match. Because Orange's music hits, he opens yeah. the, the show, people pop, and then they go on to have a really good match. That has happened numerous times. I want it for Edmonton. I want it for Edmonton. That's why I want Orange Cassidy to win. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy retaining, but if Jay White's in there, I think you put the belt on him. 
I'll say OC retains as well. I think he loses in a singles match, and I think he's going to be the champion at Forbidden Door at the minimum. That could be where they're building for him and uh, Jay White, though Jay White's not a uh, not uh, in New Japan anymore. So who knows? I I I think that Orange. I think Orange retains. He's he's arguably at least in the he's in very serious contention for Wrestler of the Year. Absolutely. Um, what else do we got on here? Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match with the 58-year-old homicidal, genocidal, suicidal, former ECW legend on sci-fi, Sabu. Look, so we are finally, finally having a match where Jericho is not the oldest guy in it. Uh, yeah. I want to see Jericho. I still could before he retires. Only by six years, by the way. Sabu's only six years older than Jericho. I know. I want to see. I want to be Sting. See Sting and uh, and Jericho. Just one time. I just want to see Jericho's Floyd the Bat versus Sting's Bat. Just one time. Just want to see them have like a, a a lightsaber fight. Just one time. Just do it in a tag match for me. But uh, you know. I mean, I think Cole's obviously winning because he's next for MJF. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, they were going to set that up last week, start setting up, and then they wisely decided not to. But that, that in a segment that was cut. Yeah, because Britt, uh, Britt did something, right? Britt was supposed to come down and say, when you get past those four pillars, if you win, Adam's waiting for you. Baby. You know, yeah. I wonder if that's the – I think that should be the all-out match. I don't think this should be the all-in match. I still the, – the two ideas I have for Max at all-in, because you know that Will Ospreay is going to play – like, you're going to have your main events that I don't think Max factors into being the absolute main event for all-in. I would either I'd have Max either face Sting in the mm-hmm. retirement match, mm-hmm. or I'd have Max face Mark Briscoe. Mm. I think you could easily build that up and build up Mark Briscoe just enough to get, and Max could be a vile person in those promos. And Mark, oh, I don't want to see where he would go. I don't bring up Jay. Don't do that. They would I don't want that shit. I don't want that. They shit. would. I would. I hate it when they do that. But they, Max would, and I'll say this though: Mark is way over. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's my other thinking. Is Mark is so he's so likable, and the more you hear and the more you see, and to me, honestly, it's it's not it's it would be giving that family something that I don't think any of them thought a year ago they would have with Mark being in a in a. Uh, in a spot like Wembley, and you know that crowd at Wembley would get behind him. So it would create, and Mark's a hell of a wrestler too. So I think if I had to pick, like the Sting one works well, and the Briscoe one works well. That's what I would do. And Max retains in either of those matches and then goes on to face. Uh, How about this? Darby wins Sunday, and he defends against Sting in the retirement match. I that's, I think. The, the one, like, there's been a lot of knocking on the four pillars. I'm jumping all over the place. But I do think we've seen where some of these 
the four guys stand in terms of what they bring to the product, what they can work on. And that's what I was hoping for with this program of seeing where where guys are, what they need to work on and how they can grow and how you can keep growing uh, these original talent. Well, they very much, again, the four pillars to me are very much, again, to bring up the radicals, very much the same thing where they're the heart, they're the heartbeat. You know, they have, they, they provide a lot, but probably two of the members are main eventers and two of the members are mid carters, you know, curtain jerkers. I think that might be the case with the, uh, here, you know, whereas MJF is a main eventer, maybe Darby and the other two, I'm not so sure. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, I have, uh, I have Jericho one and I think that feud's going to go a little bit longer and then Cole gets it. But could see Cole winning as well. Um, then we have the Anarchy in the Arena, the Blackpool Combat Club of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta against the elite of Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Hangman Adam Page. I have the Black Palm Blackpool Combat Club winning this, and I have the elite then winning Blood and Guts. So here's what's going to happen. I can spoil. I'll spoil what's probably going to happen on Sunday. Don Callis is going to come out and we're going to think something. We're going to be like, ah, oh, Kenny's going to get his hands on Callis. And then Takashita will attack Kenny. Yep. He will reveal that he is part of the Blackpool Combat Club because now he's bled with them. That is they something have the that... advantage for this round. Yeah. Takeshita, not Takashita. I was doing that for months. It's uh, Takeshita. Takeshna. Takeshna. Takeshita. 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 Yeah. He he will join and then the only thing that can save the elite is something golden. That would be great. That would be great. Book it. I don't think it's happening, but book it. Oh, I love it. Well, I mean, I do think Abushi's on his way. I mean, I do think that's gonna happen. I do think so, so too. I mean I'm mad, you know. Is I'm it asking. him against Kenny or is it him with Kenny? And if he's with Kenny, you need I Takeshita would be a nice fit in the combat uh, Blackpool Combat Club, especially mm-hmm. since Danielson's his favorite wrestler. I, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I could see it happening. And I, I think I think Blackpool, I think you're probably right that Blackpool's winning this one. Yeah. And that there'll be another match down the road that the elite will get it. There's always a blood and guts after it. Seems like it, yeah. And like, just just imagine what Kota Ibushi could do in a blood and guts match. Do you do blood oh, and guts yeah. after Forbidden Door? You know, you should do blood and guts in Edmonton. You should wait and do <laughs> it in Edmonton. I think you should do that. <laughs> or in Collision in Calgary. I would. Oh, I got it out. Sure. Um, you know, they could do it on the first collision. Oh, never mind. They can't do it in the first collision. Never no, mind. They, can't. they, can't. Well, they, they legally can't. No, no, they can't. Um, hmm. Either way, this is my most anticipated match. Hell yeah. This I'll is the feud of the year so far. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, and then uh, our main event, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack, I hate promos Perry. <laughs> He's been doing better, and then he hit tonight. Yeah, And it was like, He's been doing better. He's been doing better for the last year. 
he's been doing better. And then tonight happened. And you're like, that's not a main event promo. No. Yeah. You know, I do think this this program has dug Sammy a little bit out of the hole that he was in. I don't feel but like suddenly babyface Sammy no longer part of uh that's a swerve, right? Him being a baby. I loved him at MGF him. together. That was the most I liked MGF in a storyline that I bought into in a while. I love that when they hugged. Friends hug, you know. <laughs> I and it's true. We've seen that from best friends. I would love I, to see the two of them versus the best friends. Oh, it'd be great. I, I do agree with Joel. If I had, I think MGF is gonna win this, but if I had to pick a wild card, it would be Darby. Yeah. It would be Darby if if it wasn't, I mean, MJF is the guy who's going to win, but yes, it definitely would be Darby otherwise. He's the next most. Yeah. 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 But I, more, I think, Sammy, I think more, that's a swerve, the whole baby face Sam. I think so too, yeah. They've kind of moved him away from the JSA as well, which is good. So maybe that yeah. can lead to my dream of Paul White joining the JSA and Captain Asano reigns wild. That would rule. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would love, I think Darby makes more sense as far as other feuds too. Like Joel said, to build up to all in, to make that Sting's retirement and you have Darby and you have Sting, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But I don't think that's going to happen. And because Darby's such a bump machine, (laughs) you know, he would bump for Sting and make him look like a million bucks and because I mean, Sting's being hidden in in gimmick matches and tag matches, in a one on one match. I mean, I think Allen would still bump to the point. Of course, Allen. Uh, I mean, Allen's not much of a seller because he's really legitimately hurt because of those bumps. Yeah. Orange Cassidy's probably the best seller in the business right now. He sells great. Oh he, God, I Darby just really hurts himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I don't think after this year, after the run he's had, I don't. I I know I'm going to, but I don't want to hear any orange orange Cassidy slander. Like he's been fantastic. Hell no. By the way, how cool would it be if Darby wins that title in the next six months and he takes that title to the top of Mount Everest? That would rule. That would be fantastic. I think that's what they should do. Like if you know, in a in if a he dream makes it all the way up, man, just because you want to do it doesn't mean you will. I know. It is not easy. In a dream scenario. He beats Max at Winter is Coming. He gets the Dynamite Diamond Ring. He beats Max at Winter is Coming and gets the title off of Max just before uh, Max's contract expires. That would that would work. And then, because he, I think he said Mount Everest's plan is like February or March to do it, I believe. Yeah. I think it was February. Yeah. So that'd be perfect for me for oh, him to have the title. In a cold, you want because that's what you want to do. You want to climb Mount Everest. Do it during the coldest month of the year. With a make it even that much harder. Championship so. belts with a heavy championship belt. Can you imagine being able to say you were the first world the world heavyweight like w like wrestling title on the top of Mount Everest? You know how much that would drive Vince nuts. Oh, Vince God. would be like, true. <laughs> Vince would be like, we're going up, Hunter. I don't care. We're going. Well, people are always having the argument who's on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling, but there would only be one guy on your, your Mount Everest. 
Yeah, that'd be really rad. So uh, it, it should be a good good weekend for wrestling. Uh, the uh, the Night of Champions card, I don't forbid anyone that doesn't want to watch that. I get it. There's a lot of reasons why some people don't want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, more than I'll, I know probably wa- not- I'll probably watch all of these things, but yeah. You know, even I haven't, I generally have avoided Saudi, but that mm-hmm. tag team title match really has me intrigued. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm intrigued by that. Yeah. I'm intrigued, intrigued by Seth and AJ and Gunther and Ali is going to be really, really fun. And the NXT card is great. I just wish it wasn't on the same time as AW. I mean, um, I you know will... what? I got to say it. I hate to say it. AJ's lost a step. He has. Remember what, like, Three, four years, four years ago, we were talking. He won Wrestle of the Year unanimously from like mm-hmm. everybody. Do you think he's the same guy he was four years ago? I don't think so. Well, no, and he just came back from his first major injury. He kind of, he kind of reminded me of LeBron right now, where like he, once in a while there is glimmers of like that was the best wrestler in the world and that was the most exciting guy, and he can carry a match for like a good five to ten minutes. But back in the day, he could carry the whole match and be the star and work with a broom type of stuff. Kind of like LeBron can carry your team for about three quarters. But after that, he's gassed and he needs some help. And he's just a little bit mortal. Kind of what AJ is right now. Yeah. It's, I think that's right. I, I'm, I'm so glad AJ got his run in WWE because I think the appreciation for AJ from 26... like. There, there were runs that he had in WWE that were like, like we we voted him like best wrestler at yeah. that year, the best like, WWE rookie year since Kurt Angle. He's yep. he was like the feud with Cena, uh, beat up John Cena was great. Like him winning the title, him winning the title the second time yeah. off Jinder, banger after banger, as the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like even even when we got to see him in forty six. Uh, now yeah and and when you're a 46 year old wrestler who wrestles an athletic style and you don't got six ads pardon me and you don't got six ads no <laughs> no you don't have six sides but when you wrestle up an athletic style and you get older i mean that's the thing about jericho was his style was never based on athleticism he had a few athletic moves but not a ton not a ton or guys like you know in new japan like Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki, like his athleticism isn't what carries him and makes him. So yeah. you can get older and you get into your 40s and 50s and still be effective. But when you wrestle a extremely athletic style and you're 46, it gets to be a little a little dicey. It does. All right. Well, that's going to end it for us here. Thank you everyone for watching. Hopefully, you know, we've had the injury bug going around now. Please let everyone, all the performers, be safe this week. I don't need – it always seems around summer, too, is when the injury bug happens. The the last really – there was that one really bad one that year that um, just before the invasion when Hunter got hurt and Benoit got hurt, and I think Kane even got a little hurt. Just a lot of a lot of top guys got hurt at that point in WWE. If you remember that, Morton? Oh, I remember. It was bad. It was really, really bad. Really the invasion so would have been much different with Benoit and Hunter in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely bad. But, you know, like like you say, hopefully everybody's safe. I hate to say it. If I was to think where an injury was going to happen, a bad one. I mean, you look at the Dakota Kai one, and it's like, 
it can happen anywhere at any time. It doesn't have to be a crazy yeah. move. No, she was but, trying to stop Liv from getting hurt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a crazy move. But if a crazy move was to cause one, I think NXT is most likely to be where a bad injury happens from a crazy move. You're Actually, right. not not AEW. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, well, everyone, enjoy the shows. We will be back for a weekly show next week. And until next time, everyone, cheers and enjoy the day. Morton, what have you been listening to? Oh, what's your